Welcome to the Falls Nine Podcast, Episode Three, and we can officially say soccer's back. Prem was back in action. Bundesliga back in action. La Liga back in action. League on second week. Oh man, it feels good to have the footy back, fellas. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Living life. Enjoying soccer. What can I say, man? Great weekend of footsie. Um, very excited. Can't wait. Yeah, and know. a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about City, talk about United, talk about Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. And, of course, we got to go around the continent, talk about Barca, Dortmund, PSG. So, first, let's talk about your team, City, the defending champs. Lewis, what happened? Big game versus Tottenham to open up the, the Premier League for us. And a big L proceeded to to come up against us. Um, first game versus New North Spirit to Santo, his first game in charge of Tottenham. Um, Jack Grealish's first start in a City shirt. City, no, no real striker. Well, no striker that they want on the team anyways. And it was just a very rusty, lackluster performance in my eyes. Um, we saw Jack Grealish... First time in the shirt, like I said, I don't think he played a bad game. Um, obviously, it takes a while to get used to Pep's system and stuff, so he's gonna he's gonna take a little while to adjust. Um, you know, we did have some some good some good passes of play, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, I don't think um, you know we really had that killer instinct in the in the in the box. Ferran Torres, I was a little impressed with him in the first half, and then he kind of just died down towards the end of the game. He was making some really good runs. Cancelo and Mars were not finding him in the box at all. If you actually watch the game, I know I can see you smirking, uh, but I think you know Tottenham eventually came into the game. They were really dangerous on the counter attack, uh, which was very expected. And I just need Benjamin Mendy off this team. He cannot defend, and what he offers on going forward just doesn't really justify him even competing for the starting left back role in my eyes, but you know, that's another thing. A lot of the England guys weren't really back except for Sterling. It was good to see him get a run around. Um, you know, John Stone, John Stones and Kyle Walker and Foden, um, not fully back yet, fully fit, but I don't know, just a very lackluster performance. I expected more out of the team today, but you know, it's only the first game of the season, so I'm not worried at all really, but it is a big takeaway to lose that first game, especially to a top, a big six club. But Edwin, what did what did what did you really see from the team Saturday? Oh my Sunday, god! Excuse me. Seeing that man, that was it was like deja vu. Honestly, like, this is not something that we haven't seen before when it comes to City versus Tottenham. Is your your typical script of City starting out so well and on top, getting everything behind, just not being able to score and Spurs playing defensively and, and looking to break on the counterattacks, which they did to get that first goal. But I don't know, man. Like you said, it was just kind of like sloppy, lackluster. And the players kind of like, just look tired to me, honestly. Like they started out the first 20, 25 minutes, great, dominant. And then after that, you could tell when they had the ball and they kind of like slowed the, the, the flow of the game down and kind of walked with it, you could just tell that they were sort of tired. And that was their their worst bits of football when they were doing that. And then in the second half, half it was completely different, you know, because towards the ending of the first half, Spurs were kind of getting into the groove of things a bit. And then the second half, it was just Spurs completely on top of us. We barely created anything. And yeah, son, God, I can't take away that strike from him. But yeah, no, I don't know. Just just typical Spurs voodoo against Man City, like how you like to say, Lewis. But yeah, no, nothing we haven't seen before. It's funny because every time Sun touches the ball and he shoots, I just I just assume it's gonna go in. That's like, like the type of games he has for us against us all the time. Like literally, anytime he touches the ball, it's like ah, oh, the ball's gonna go in. Sonaldo, baby, Sonaldo. And then eventually it did. Eventually it did. You know, it. You know, like we said, it was a lackluster performance. I was completely unimpressed with Riyad Mahrez. I think he literally offered nothing the entire game. He was just there, looking like Hanselo's twin the whole time. He wasn't. I don't think he had much to offer this game. Um, well, I don't think it was just him. I think it was honestly the lack of being able to create anything. Like you said, not being able to have like a full-on forward on the team. Ferran Torres, I don't want to 
you know, bashing him too much because he isn't a, a center forward at all. And I think that there that there is potential there for him to be a center forward because he, he out of all of our attacking players, he was the only one that was, you know, making those runs in behind, trying to to check deep for the ball and and hold it up. But he couldn't do enough. I don't know if it was maybe Kevin missing for the majority of the game and then Grealish, like you said, not being able to, you know, adjust pretty much. And he doesn't he couldn't really find his his positioning on the field. He was checking in a lot very deeply and and he just wasn't really creating much. So it was just I don't know, just a lack of creativity and being able to get on, on the end of things. I don't know. I think I think Jack and Sterling linked up pretty well on that left side. Um, yeah, but th- there were times where they were too close and they were just way too far from from the goal that they needed to score in. You well, know? that's the point. They're trying to get those passes in to, to set something up and free a run over. A lot of things, Jack, he attracts a lot of defenders. If you watch his movement, he, he attracted, he pulled a lot of guys away from Sterling. Usually it's Sterling pulling a lot of guys towards him. He's so fast, you know, you kind of just have to push him down. But I think Jack and Jack and uh, and Raheem on that left side could be dangerous once they you know they fully get that link up together. Um, for me, the main problem was we didn't really play with a lot of inverted fullbacks. Uh, Fernandinho, he was kind of left, you know, covering stuff by himself. And you know, as great as Fernandinho is, he's also 36 years old. Um, he can't cover that whole space by himself. He needs Cancelo and Mendy to, to kind of tuck in to, to cover for him too when they have to get uh, back in transition on defensively. I think that kind of left us exposed a lot. Lucas Moore was killing Benjamin Mendy the whole game, oh, especially yeah. in that first half. He was making a lot of great runs, and if he could finish, the, the game could have the scoreline could have been a lot worse. And I was really I wouldn't say impressed, but Tanganga he gave he was he was oh, bullying a, he was bullying Sterling a little bit. What he a was, game by him! A little bit. He was fouling a lot. He was nah, fouling nah, a lot. He was. He had Raheem. In he his had four pocket. fouls. He had four fouls called on him in the first half. I'm surprised he didn't get a card the whole game. Listen, I don't you think have you Raheem have the dribbled past him once. You have like he kept the, getting fouled. You have like the freaking magician or whatever you want to call it. Fernandinho gets like 20 fouls a game and never gets a freaking card. Yeah, they're both doing. The, they're both mimicking so the game off like, each other. So like, I don't know what you're complaining, bro. You got. I'm not complaining. I said he did a good job. Hey, you sound like you were complaining about, like, oh, he's got, like, four fouls. Is he just fouling and fouling? I mean, he was fouling him. I, I never said Fernandinho doesn't foul. It's up to the ref to call. To, to Listen, call I, I, do, I do think Fernandinho was their best player on Sunday. I don't know about you guys, but I think he was the only one that put up a good shift. Uh, I was surprised he didn't bring in Silva. Why didn't he bring in Bernardo? Is he not, it's, it's, uh, both of them just pissed at each other because it's just that relationship's gone. him wanting to leave and being sold, maybe uh... – it's more to look into. Yeah, I was kind of I was surprised not to see Silva come on. I think he would have made a good difference, a big difference. Um, Kevin coming on for like the last 10 minutes. I don't know if that's I, there's a lot of talk, obviously, about Pep waiting too long to make substitutions. I mean, it's the first game of the season, so I don't know if there was a rhyme or reason towards Kevin coming on so late in the game because he's obviously a game changing player. You know, maybe it could have been lack of fitness and stuff, but. Uh, it is like a fitness. Well, he had an injury in the Euro. They got injured in the UCL final. Well, and that too. Yeah, they never really recovered, right? Pretty much. Yeah, the the ankle, right? The ankle in his face. His face. Oh, the freaking orbital uh, yeah. Oh, is it nose? No. Um. Uh, you know, Kevin. I wasn't too concerned with him coming on so late. I'd rather just, you know, the game was lost at that point. Him getting a little eight minute run around wasn't really going to make a difference, anyways. If he scored, obviously it would have made a difference, but you know, at that point. To to shift a little more of the focus from City to Spurs, I was really impressed with Deli Ali. I don't think I've ever seen him work so much in the decent defensive side. I think that's the best game he's had in literally like two years. And listen, it's not like he scored, he got good, good passes. I just think just the, the work rate that he got, I have not seen that from him in a really long time. I mean the guy was fine for his life at this point, you know. Jose had him in the doghouse, and he had he has something to prove to Nuno, and he wants to, you know. Obviously, he started, but you know. No, he really don't get me wrong. To... I was just, I'm just surprised. I didn't know he had that defensive shift in him. That, that's what yeah. I was very surprised. Um, and then to expand as well, just Spurs is play playing like Nuno wants him to play. Wolves always play. listen. Wolves with Nuno against City would always play like this, and. 
maybe. Yeah, they would always cause you guys trouble, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct? They did, they did give us some trouble. Oh, the, like, it, it was a tough game. Because that freaking counter is lethal. I think Wolves beat us twice in the same season at one point. I think... <laughs> I'm going to say hot take. I, I think with this system, Spurs don't need Kane. Don't need Harry Kane? No, I think they should sell. They should cash in. And... Um, Listen, they do I, need to I get they, they do need to get a backup to Son. But I think Son could lead this team easily. Now don't get me wrong. I don't I'm not saying top four, but I'm saying of what should be expected of Nuno in his first season. I think they should sell Harry Kane. I guess it depends how they reinvest the money and with the window, you know, closing soon, can they get someone in to really keep the line pushing? Son, no, actually, I think that's interesting because it it felt like it was Son's team out there, you know. So I feel like if they were to get rid of Harry Kane, I think Son would be the one that that would step up and kind of be that leading man up front. I don't think he likes to play as a nine though. Like, like, like Lewis. Imagine, imagine Tottenham buying Saint Maxima from Newcastle. Come on, bro. Like that's lethal counter. That's a crazy counterattack. And and try, and like honestly, because I I I could see Nuno because we mentioned it uh, in the last episode, Traore, because I know Lucas is not gonna play, every, it shouldn't play every game. And what's the difference between Lucas and Traore at that point then? Well, try, oh, it's more that uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, well, I'm, it's it's more that Lucas is not gonna play every game at that point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you need rotation. I mean, the the new kid Brian Hill, he should he could be good. I don't know if he's fast or not. I think he's got some pace, but I don't know if he's like. Bergwijn or Lucas or Song fast, um, but no, I, I listen. How can they play like this against every team? No, so I think it's we have to wait how they play against like when there's when the other team sits back on them. But hey, man, yeah, no, Spurs point. Spurs has something, man. Yeah, no, definitely they did look in that second half. They looked absolutely rejuvenated i don't know what nuno said to them at halftime but they definitely came out the stronger team for that second half no i i think i think it's actually going back to the point you made also in last week's episode bro the fans there's at one point i think probably the last 15 minutes the fans were so into it yeah. spurs yeah. were winning every 50 50 ball every single one and yeah there was a city point city was just are... folding it was bad pass after bad pass losing the ball so easily so quickly really weird for a pep team to just like just fall apart at the end of the game you you always never count them out but honestly it got to the point where like you they just there's no chance you just didn't think they were going to score yeah and that that goes back to just them looking tired for most of the game you know it it is the first game of the season you know so this game in retrospect towards looking at maybe like a match week 10 you know maybe this game isn't that much as important as it would be to match week 10, but you know, match week 10 doesn't matter, man. Yeah, but match week 10 will be way more important in terms of results than this week, than the first week. After last season, I'm convinced the first 15 games don't even matter anymore. <laughs> we were we were in 14th after like 12 games, won the title by 12 points. I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet. There's a lot of football to play, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Like early well, days for sure. Well, well so to go back, well, what would you? So do you push for Kerry Kane now? Like more? Like do you just hey Sheik, let's go. Give me the fucking money. Put that bid down. I think him not being included in the match day squad. Apparently he was at the stadium. Uh I I He wasn't at the stadium. They would have showed him if he was at the stadium. Well, yeah, there was reports that he was at the stadiums, but none of the cameras were able to get a sight of him at all. Um, but yeah, I think him not being included in the match day squad was I think that kind of solidifies that he's definitely pushing for for an out of, of the team. Just now it solidifies it. He's pushing out for like a month, bro. Well, yeah, but I mean, him not being included into the into the team for a game like this, of this importance, I don't know. I think that, that speaks more than what's been happening in, well, in recent weeks. I, I think Levy's got to sell him. I think he's got to cash him. I honestly don't even want him anymore. Yeah, because you think of his age – Right now, and for the amount that we would pay for it, we paid 100 mil for, for Grealish. How much? There's no way we're going to pay below than that for, for Harry Kane. Well, so, the price is already set. We're paying yeah, they, 120 and up. At least yeah, 120. It's probably going to yeah, be 135. Yeah, and how old is he? 
28. So, I mean, in t- yeah, in terms of longevity and looking towards the future, I don't know. We're trying to win a Champions League for the next three years. And you know what's underrated about Kane? I think the last two years he's been getting hurt more often. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, th- I don't know I don't if it's freakish be- injuries, but he's gotten injured more often than before. Yeah, I don't think it would be a, a smart signing. Obviously, I wouldn't mind having him because he is a, a serial goal scorer, but in terms of, of his age. I, I, I played do. 35 games last year, by the way. Out of how many possible? Tottenham played, like, what, 55, 60? No, I meant just in the league. He played 35 games. Oh, he only missed three games? Yeah. Felt like he missed more. Yeah, the season before, he played 29 league games. Yeah, I knew he, I knew he missed time. I remember uh, Mourinho in the Amazon uh, documentary. He said, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, I'm not sure how many games that Tottenham played in total, but 35 out of 38 starts in the league. That's already. Oh, okay. So he missed, he missed a couple of weeks. Yeah. But that's fair enough. Honestly, I'm just scared about the alternative for next next summer's transfer window, but that's another story for See, me. listen, I, I just think I, <laughs> I that's that's the issue. I think if you guys get him, you're fucked. I feel you guys set yourself up for Harry Kane for the next five years, and like Harry Kane in the next two years is great. Year three, okay, but like you, you got to think of like how a Pep system works. Like it demands yeah. a lot of the striker. He has to work defensively a lot, but I think he did pretty well. You know, yeah, he's gonna be playing for England. He's gonna play every single year for England too. Like you know, if we win a Champions League this season with Harry Kane, I don't care how much he fucking costs. He could score. He could play one game the rest of his City career. It was worth it every single penny. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> worth yeah. every single penny. Santi, what about uh? The other team in Manchester, United, getting a, a thrashing victory against Leeds. Oh, man. Can we play Leeds every game? 5-1 this year, <laughs> 6-2 last year. Yo, they're supposed to be a rival? That's funny. What a game. That's crazy. You see the contenders? What happened? You see the Mestado contenders with that win? United? Yeah. Listen, I'm playing like like us Americans say, Monday, the Monday morning quarterback. Man, we're going to win the title. I'm kidding, but we're gonna. We're, I think we're looking like serious contenders. Uh, I think it was very. I think it was kind of cute that they they waited till ma- the match day to present Varane before the game. I, I love that. Fun. That was awesome. I that thought was, was yeah. the video. Sorry to interrupt. The video is just. It was great. It gave me chills. You know, just watching you know him in the crowd and everything. Like seventy five thousand packed in there. New signing, big big time signing. It was just great. Great job by Ollie. I, I just thought it was for like a cheap pop, you know, like he's like, oh, like we have him confirmed. Like it's like been like confirmed for like two weeks, but like not officially like, you know. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway, it's not the point. Uh, you know, the match tremendous. Again, we tend to play better when teams don't sit back at us and try to play us straight up. Leeds clearly don't ever park the bus because Bielsa never plays like that. Um, and we just destroyed him. Pogba was magnificent. Bruno was back to being what Bruno Fernandez does, just making an impact to the game. No penalties for my haters in the in the crowd and on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, maybe on this freaking Zoom call. Just, I got at me next. I'm right here, bro. <laughs> listen, Bruno was sensational. But honestly, I it's it's funny. Um, I saw a video of a. Uh, uh, what's it called? Right, Graham Sano. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, for the listeners back at home, Graham Sano is this big, uh, popular, like, not popular, but I guess this analyst, controversial analyst that always talks shit, always talks shit about uh, our player, Pog Pog. There's like this hatred towards him. And he made like a point that like he thought Greenwood was the player of the, of the game. And he only had like one goal compared to like Pogba had four assists and Bruno had three goals. Yeah, and that's what you would expect from someone that cost a hundred million. Yeah, and then he, he made like the side comment. But uh, so the funniest thing though, I actually tend to agree with him. I think Greenwood was the reason Bruno was able to get the, that hat trick because those runs that he was making to get Bruno to the uh, to the back line. Oh man, Greenwood play yeah, probably the best game Greenwood. I've ever seen him play as a United player. Yeah. Wow, the confidence he's gain from just this one summer with his touch. I don't know if it was because he was playing striker and he knew he was like the main option that day because uh, there was no raster. There was no, he didn't, I mean, he played Martial at the end, but there was no Martial starting. Sancho was on there the was bench. No Cavani. 
No Cavani. Listen, he played hell of a game. Um, and he's only 19 too, right? He's young. He's young. He's, he's also a candidate for uh, Young Player of the Year. Uh, Noma six at the back. Maguire was solid. Lindelof was solid. With a, also with a beautiful assist for Bruno. Uh, Noma six by De Gea. No, a couple chances in the first half for Leeds. Uh, and I think they're, uh, they're, they peaked once they scored that equalizer. Beautiful. That nailing goal. Oof. Beautiful goal. And, they, and then I feel after the, after the equalizer, I think three minutes later, we scored like three goals within like five, ten minute span and just kind of killed the game. No, nah, but it was beautiful. It was the perfect start to the season. This is probably the most hope I've had for this team in a long time. And I could probably say this might be our best team in like 10 years. So um, what's what's the difference in, in this performance that do you notice any any major differences in this performance that well so Green, Greenwood Greenwood uh said the confidence like just uh growing up and maturing on the pitch to that player that he can be because he's got so much potential and I think the most we saw was right after the pandemic hit when the the league got restarted those games that I think United were winning three, nothing every single game. He was fantastic. But after that, I don't think he's ever recovered that form. I think he, it kind of died down at the end. And then last season he was very up and down. So I'm just hoping he, we get some consistency. Other than that specific ones, uh, McTominay also looked more freely. He was roaming more. He was willing more challenges. I really tend to think that our best lineup is when we play four center mids and Pogba plays like a left mid but becomes when it's a left winger. I don't know how to explain. If you, if you watch the game, you kind of see it better. But my, my biggest, like I said, my biggest takeaway, Greenwood, hopefully we get Bruno back to the form that he was when he first joined. We need that. And if Pogba can keep it going, man, oh, man, we're, we're off and running. Right, yeah. You know, but uh, no, United, obviously great, great performance. The biggest takeaway that I had from that match is that it, they, it just clicked for them. You know, they looked, they looked so free. It looked like everyone was just themselves and having fun. Pogba. Oh my God. What a performance Four assists. Those balls that he were, that he was that, that, that second, that second ball to Greenwood was disgusting. Yeah. yeah that threw ball. Jeez. He looked like he was his his himself it, out there like listen, as if he was playing for France. It reminded me when I was playing high school soccer with those passes, man. <laughs> <laughs> the glory days. <laughs> I peaked in high school people. <laughs> now can United honestly keep that up the whole season? Hell no. I, I'm 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 waiting for like the I'm waiting for the classic Ole just fucking makes the wrong subs and just I don't know, I can yeah. see it. I can see the Listen, I can see United putting in a big fight for for title. No, no, no. I can see it, but I can also see like the inconsistency. I I personally don't think United nor City were the story of the weekend. Uh, my my uh-huh. favorite team of all time. Oh man, they just keep getting embarrassed more and more every single day, every week. Oh, I love this team. Listen, I don't know what I'd do without this team. Uh, but yeah, Arsenal. Oh. <laughs> the, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, oh man. man. God, God, for, all, for all our Arsenal fans out there, I am so sorry. If I were you, I'd buy a bottle of tequila and never watch any of those games ever again. Good God, your club is shit. Edwin, I know you watched the entire game. I didn't watch the entire game. Yo. Dude, Jamie Carragher said it best, man. Classic Arsenal. Boys against men out there. Dude. I don't know, dude. This Arsenal team, it just seems to it just seems to get worse and worse. It, they're just losing their grip with 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 their DNA, who they are, I guess. But no Laka, no Albama Yang for illness reasons, quote unquote. Um not I'm pretty sure there's more to to be looked at in, in terms of that, but such a sloppy performance. Terrible. No, and honestly, for, for Arsenal, it just keeps getting – you're right, Edwin. It does get worse and worse. Um, no luck is at no bombing. You had uh, Balogun starting. Um, I think he's a young guy coming in through the academy. Um, it's good to see Martinelli in the starting lineup, Smith-Rowe and Nicola Pepe. But if they can't get it together, what's really the point? You know, they brought in Lukonga. He got the start next to Xhaka. But I think the weakest link in this lineup was Pablo Mari at center back. You need to you need to either pair Ben White 
with somebody who who he's compatible with, you know, they got to make each other look good for the for the team to work, and it all starts at the back. Well, to expand that, uh, was it Jamie Carragher? Yeah, Jamie Carragher also made that point. Oh man, uh, Ben White is not good in the air. Not good and, in the air. And he pointed out that at Brighton they played a three man back, and the two people next to him were freaking Eiffel Towers. They always win the, the, the headers. And the big reason why Ben White was always um, so so highly praised is just the way he would be able to uh, clean it up, I handle guess. handle the ball in the back, just always being able to like find the outlets and start uh, the play and build up from the back. Uh, I was listening to Troops earlier today. Started calling Leno burnt Leno because he's cooked. He's finished. <laughs> <laughs> he reminded me that this team sold Martinez for twenty million, and he might be a top five keeper in the world now. Oh my god! It's just like, yeah. And Lewis, I don't know how. I mean, you you predicted them to finish fifth, so I think that was slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. And, and with your man. your prediction of Arteta being the first man sacked, I think I think it's looking good. I well, I didn't say first man. I said I'd see. Him. I wouldn't be surprised if he was sacked by December. Oh, that's but true. That's honestly, true. that could be. It could be a lot sooner than that. Honestly, it's just I don't know. How do you come back from from losing to? 2-0 to a team that just got promoted to the Premier League for the first time. You know, and, and it has it's not like it was just one bad game. It's been a constant going downhill, you know, and, and a lot of inconsistencies too when they do get a little good run of form going in. They they third best record since Christmas last year, but it'll keep going. Oh my god, whatever. But still, I don't know. It just it just does they just don't seem to get it right. I don't know. And I don't know if you saw the reports, the the cherry on top. Arteta apparently is unhappy with the form of their two best players, Lacazette and Aubameyang, and is considering selling them. Just, you know, fuck it. If we're going to get relegated, we should get relegated by December. Oh, man. I love this man. Jeez. He's inexperienced. He's got jet black hair, bro. He's still still got some time to develop his coaching. He's going bald. I wonder if he's going (laughs) to. I wonder if he's going to. We're gonna be, we're gonna be here next year predicting the championship. Like, oh, is Arsenal gonna come back to the prem? <laughs> oh my god, I love this team. Shout shout out troops, shout out Arsenal fan TV, shout out Arsenal football club, man. Oh man, they bring okay. What what about Brentford though? What what do you see from them this year with that performance? So I point uh, I like to point out that they're very. Um, specific on creating like big chances uh they have this big philosophy of expected goals and their money ball team yeah they i've been reading that honestly like no they could be winning eight straight games but like if they're not creating chances and say like they're winning games with sh- on based on expected goals they should lose they're gonna like give the manager pressure and then vice versa if they're losing games but they pretty pretty much being unlucky it's like they'll cut them some slack so I don't know, man. I think this should be dangerous for a top. They could be a top ten finish. Um, I think top that 10? they could they could fight for it, man. Listen, if if you think just by the principle, they're the, how they're playing. They're they're gonna be playing a lot better than a lot of these teams are gonna be fighting for relegation just by just by doing that. That is true. Just think about that because the biggest thing, the biggest thing about the teams that get relegated, apart from giving up so many goals, they can't fucking score. Like like Fulham like last year, I think they didn't even have thirty goals or something. Oof. Like something like that. it's just great. Like Sheffield didn't have, I think probably had like less than forty two. Like it, it's just like as long as they score the goals and they could be somewhat not even have to be solid solid, but like they could like not lose a game because their defense doesn't lose them games. They could fight for top ten. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be excited to see what they could do. Uh, definitely against actual top six teams in in England once they get to that point. But now the scenes the scenes there and, and Santi, you brought it up twice already. The fans, the imagine that stadium without the fans there. Do you think Pre- Brentford get that the three points there? Oh no, I think I think they draw. I think they draw. I think they draw either one one or maybe zero zero. That's a, yeah, that's right. a, that was a classic zero zero game in the pandemic. Yeah, so I mean, like the fans made a huge, like they made the atmosphere there, and the Thomas Frank at the end of it, you know, just cheering along with the fans as well. That that was such a beautiful sight to see, and it 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 gave me goosebumps because I was actually like 
like, damn, like this team is actually going to, they're going to be, they could be a team that you would expect to get three points from like vital three points from like later on in the season. And then they completely just stun you, you know? The crazy thing is though, I didn't expect Arsenal to win though at all. I thought it'd be like a draw. I yes, honestly, same. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see them because I was like, first game of the season, first time these teams been in the prem in like seventy five years or somewhat. Like I, I was expecting like the fans to help them, but I wasn't expecting Arsenal to get embarrassed. Twenty yeah. shots and how many on target? Like four. Four. Twenty two shots, four on target. Oh my god! That, that club is. Finish. You got to be clinical, and they need a right back. They need to bring Odegaard back. They obviously need a striker. One of those I, two has to perform. I, I I hope Real play hardball and don't don't sell him. Oh man, fucking ruin Arsenal, man. It's, yeah, it's I time. mean, yeah, for Arsenal's sake, I hope they keep Albama. They get Albama Yang back to his best, and they they're able to get Lacazette in form as well. And if they keep those two players and and they're able to see Omar and Odegaard, then I think they could bounce back. But I don't really see them, you know, pushing for much of a, a top four finish. Honestly, financially, I think they should probably sell Obama Yang at this point. If they can get good money for him, he's like thirty two. At least sell Lacazette. I, I don't think I think has, La- I don't think he has I don't think he has value. That's the thing. He I doesn't, think. but he's the poorer one of the two. But I think Obama <laughs> is the one that. But you could get by with Lacazette during the season. Nah. You know what I mean? Like you just cash in on Obama. Yeah. Lacazette is pretty awful sometimes, man. Yeah, but when he's on his when he's on his A game, though, he be like a blood blood sack. <laughs> but let's say this: worst case scenario for Arsenal, they sack Arteta. Really? They have some. They have some guy. Longbro probably. Longbro. And then let's say they bring in, you know, Antonio Conte next year or something. What, in the championship? You think he's going to touch the championship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not going to get relegated. Yo, I am praying. I am pr- Or at least fight for relegation. I am praying. No, not even close. That bro, would be wild. Bro, actually. the content, the Arsenal content and social media would be fucking <laughs> yeah. amazing. At that oh, point, man. I don't see why Arsenal fan TV would be proud of that. But, Gosh. I mean... They're really bringing mad money in, but I don't know. Like, you just start crying, bro. It's just not the bash the team. You just cry after every loss. You get relegated. They'd have to see, like, some, you know, they gotta, they're going to get at least 50 points. They're not going to get relegated. Oh, my God. Like I said, like, 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 I, like I pointed out before, if, they, if as long as they get score goals, they, they won't get relegated. I don't see it getting better, though, because take a look at their next two matches. Oh, they're losing against Chelsea. They're losing against City. Chelsea this, Chelsea that. Chelsea also beat Crystal Palace this weekend. Yeah, we three nothing. Was three that nothing. expected or? Well, we I was more than I, everyone was expecting that. I was expecting it, but I was a little surprised of how dominant they were. A little, a little, just a tad. I wasn't surprised at all. It's Crystal Palace. Just a tad. Oh, listen. Why were you surprised, son? Well, no, I just I was expecting them to win, but I feel like not as dominant. La- in the last couple of years, that 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 team that that game is usually two nothing. For the most part, it might end up three nothing with like a late goal, but like this was like a three nothing like very early on. Yeah, oh like, yeah, they was, were on top was, of them. Too. It was done. It was like they were pressing the shit out of them. Like it was crazy. Like they were on their A game, um, and I just think like it's just like a different. It, it's different when a team plays or starts the season with like a proper manager. Sorry to my Frank Lampard, Frank Lampard stands, but I was wondering. you just feel different. <laughs> you just feel like the, like just how now that they got a preseason under two hole, and like they've they've digested more of his ideology of how he wants them to play. I feel like this team is gonna reach the levels that yeah we're gonna we we probably are expecting, but there might there might there might be other things that they're gonna reach. They might we're exceed not that. Expect. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I'm excited, man. This this title race is gonna be fascinating. Yeah, like they're they're coming off of big momentum from the Super Cup. And obviously winning the Champions League in the summer back in May. And then it, the cherry on top with San Lukaku. You know, so it, this win for me, it was it was comfortable. I wasn't expecting anything less. Can we talk about that goal, though, in this game? You know the goal I'm talking about? Captain Hello, America, Bob. Christian Bulisic. I thought you was going to talk I'm about kidding, Chalaba. I'm kidding. It was Chalaba. It was Chalaba. It was good to see Chalaba get that goal. Oh, my God. What it meant to him, too, after he after he scored it. Oh, my. I, I low-key shed a tear myself. Yeah, did you see that? Was it, the, was it a tweet that, that was posted? 
Yeah, about uh, him saying that he, he, he he's like, mom, don't worry, mama. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough. Oh yeah, no, that was lovely. That's what that's what I love to see in football. Honestly, man, that was amazing seeing that. And then Aspilicueta just embracing, you know, while while he was on his knees, that was beautiful. And so another title contender, Liverpool, also took care of business, winning three nothing against uh, recently promoted Norwich. Any takeaways? Mo Salah Golden Boot Charge has started. He's here. The Egyptian King is back. Like he never left. That's all I'm saying. Firmino didn't start that game, right? I don't believe so. No, I think no. they started the best three. I think Jota, I think it's, it's got to be Jota Mane. Jota's the starter now. Yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. He didn't. Firmino didn't start, but I think he when he did come on, I think he played beautifully. Honestly, he did what Firmino does best, you know, linking up the play, checking in deep, creating those chances for... He just runs around, bro. He doesn't do any of that. Hey, dude, that's, he didn't do any of that? He just runs around with an Apple Watch. He's, 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 a, he's a fraud that's false That's vital, time, man. That is vital for... He's for a fraud team. false it's, it's He's a hero in silent, bro. But he doesn't do anything. Like Giroud, bro. Giroud was vital to that. He's a, he, win, bro. He's, a samba, he's a samba dancing Giroud, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but he did score today, so he did kind of shut me up a little bit. Yeah, he did. No, I think I think Firmino played well. Liverpool, Van Dyke having Van Dyke back, that was his first appearance in nearly a year Very in the Premier League. Yeah. I think that's that was huge as well. And and Jota obviously, you know, just bringing like another dimension to the team, opening the scoring too. So, yeah, no, the expected victory for Liverpool, one hundred percent. Now, do do you think that? With the additions Liverpool made, do they really push for a title or do they just push for top four? I, I just don't think they have the depth. Yeah, a lot of people have been counting them out for the for the title run. No, huh? I, but I, wait, here's I, here's the thing with the depth though. We 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 shit on them for the depth, the depth issues, but isn't isn't their depth what got them to third place last year? When you really think about it? No, but they, but you're asking they're gonna challenge. I don't think they're gonna challenge. Well, you know, they're healthy again. So, but like my my point is their their death could get them third, but they're not going to get close to the title. That means one of either City United or Chelsea are also going to play either poorly or going to have injuries. They're not going to be able to sustain it. I'm I like like you pointed out how like every top 14 is going to get 75 points. I see that and I see and I also mentioned Chelsea's going to get 95 easily. 95 think, easily? Yeah. <laughs> easily. I think I I think third place needs 80 uh, gets more than 80. This is ridiculous. Yeah, these are but what you're saying right now. Listen. I don't saying, I don't know. I don't, the, bo- I... the bottom of the bottom is going to be bad, bro. Starting with Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> no, to to my understanding, it's a lot of people have been ruling Liverpool out of the title contention spot i mean i'm not under i don't know why but because liverpool is liverpool they're they're a dangerous team regardless if they're if they're pushing for a title or not it's been the over the past couple of seasons few seasons it, it'd be kind of foolish not to consider them a title contender but well listen robert robertson's out for how long yeah he's, he's injured but, okay well who's, who the fuck is starting well the, the 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 kid that played left back yeah, I think he had a pretty, yeah, he had a pretty solid game. It's Norwich. It's Norwich. No offense to Norwich, but it's still Norwich. Like, you really trust him to fucking stop Mares when they play City or, like, freaking right, well, Sancho about, when he plays United. Think about, uh, you remember Flanagan? Yeah. All right, well, he was he was pretty young when he broke into that lineup. And he, he did amazing for years up until he got arrested, obviously. But Liverpool has a great academy. They have great young players, I think. Especially the team chemistry too, and, and what the club stands for, and, and the fans as well being back, and and what what the club means to them. I think I think he'll have a pretty pretty good time, you know, covering up for Robertson until he's back. Well, for me, I think the front three is going to be the front three. They're going to score their goals. I think if you keep Jota in there, you're going to get the most optimal performance of that top three every game. Yeah, and um, in midfield, they need Henderson. And the Fabinho. most the most important thing, yeah, Fabinho, trying to get something out of Naby Keita that. And he caused 70 million. And Tiago, dude. Tiago was and, shit last year. And Tiago. So it literally falls upon those guys performing. And the health of Van Dyke and Joe Gomez and Matip 
Alexander Arnold trying to find that form from two years ago. But, you know, this is a team that's two years off scoring 99 points and 97 points. So I don't yeah. think we can count them out. I, I, I still have Liverpool fans on my matches telling me how many passes Thiago makes a, a game and don't, don't realize that 90% of them go back to the keeper. Last year, was he was definitely adjusting to, to the speed of, of the Premier League for sure. So, yeah, he, if, if he, they can... Sorry, he looked, he looked bad. Like, he looked like yeah, early but... <laughs> Barcelona days. Like, he was not... He did not look comfortable. Yeah, I remember seeing a clip of Liverpool starting a counterattack, like, within one of his first few games in and the Premier League. And, and he, he completely slowed it down. And they were like... I don't know. It was like a, maybe like a 4v2 type thing. And he completely slowed it down from midfield and passed it right back to the defense. Um, but hey, that's that was that's his form of playing, and, and I think it's just he took last season to get used to to the speed and tempo of the Premier League. So if they could get him adjusted and, and in form, and no, I think the the midfield is going to be the vital part and a key element into Liverpool's season. All right, any more um, any more Premier League notes you guys want to talk about? Any more of the games that you guys watched that you want to highlight? Yeah, man, how can we forget about? You know, a top top four, top five contender, Leicester City, man. Come on, bro. Yo, if like if if Traore remember how to play soccer, like they would have lost. <laughs> I Traore had a pretty good game. Yeah, if he remembered how to play soccer, they would have won. Yeah. Yo, this guy blew chances. Yeah, he decisive in the miss, final third. Yeah. He had like three open runs against the goalkeeper and just missed every shot. He has to be more clinical or pass the shot. They had 17 shots, Wolves. Three on target. What What did you think your uh, boy Francisco Trincao did, uh, Edwin? That was his first game in the Premier League. I think we need to give him some time. I think I heard his name get called once. I was watching the whole game. <laughs> that was his first game in the Premier League. I think we need to give him some time. I, I was, it, was, it, was, it was nice seeing him in his back, though, playing the whole game. That was nice. That was, good, that was a good, uh, good image to see. What about Leicester, though? How- how did they look this game? It was the game was really back and forth. Honestly, it was like pretty 50-50 in terms of. Well, yeah, I mean, wouldn't you expect that though? With uh, the statue, I would expect Lester to to put don't it on say, these guys. Don't say a comfortable like two 0 win. Not comfortable, but to at least put it, put it on these guys. I mean, Triori was easily the most dangerous players for Wolves. Yeah. Um, but in the midfield, it was it was pretty nice in the midfield. You know, with Tielemans and Ruben Neves and, and Didi and Matinho, they were just fighting for the ball every second. And it was it was pretty open back and forth game, lots of chances. But it, it came down to, I want to say it was Ricardo Pereira, Pereira making a run and then giving it off to Vardy, and then Vardy just with that lovely out, finish. Yeah, great finish by Vardy. It seems like he just doesn't age, but that was a amazing finish. Arsenal yeah, should have bought him five years ago, honestly. Yeah, Ricardo Pereira. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the disrespect of, of howling in front of the Wolves fan, too, after that during the celebration. Yeah, uh, the banter's fucking <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I gotta love this guy. It's all the Red Bull that he drinks, bro. Oh, man. But, no, I obviously, Leicester's coming off with some momentum as well, winning the Community Shield. Yes, it is a, a Mickey Mouse trophy, but, hey, this that was the first time they won it. And they're also it's only coming Mickey Mouse when your team doesn't win. Yeah, sure, whatever. But they also won the FA Cup too, you know. So, so they have a lot of momentum. They have a lot to fight for this season, and it's they're going to be a force to reckon with. Because also last season, if 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 you don't if you remember, they were the team that spent the most time in the top four, and they, I don't know how, but they let it slip somehow in the closing stages. But they're going to be the real team started playing well. <laughs> it's gonna, they're gonna be they're gonna be a force, man. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to my dark horse of the year, Brighton, two one against Burnley. Uh, this is the type of game last year or the last previous years they would have lost, especially against fucking Burnley. Parks the bus. Just just a small shout out. Let's go, baby. I want to give a shout out to my favorite player outside of this top six, Alan Saint Maximum. Someone please save him from Newcastle before they get relegated. I need someone to save that man. He is amazing. Just dances between defenders. They can't catch him. Amazing with the ball at his feet. Creates so well. Tottenham has entered the chat. He should go to Arsenal. No, bro. What are you trying to help Arsenal for? He you don't see the, you don't see the, I want to see the demise. He matches the play style, well. Why? Hey, look, French? If, if... French. There you go. <laughs>
since, since we're giving out shout outs, I'd like to give a shout out to West Ham. Shout out Ben Rama. Absolute baller. What? What? What's, What's your affiliation? Name? What's his first name? Said. Oh, okay. Like What's your affiliation with him? He's just, he reminds me of Mars, honestly, if I'm being honest. Because he's Algerian? He's Algerian. But shout out, shout out Ben Rama and shout out West Ham's joint top leading goal scorer in the Premier League, Mikel Antonio, baby. Beautiful finish. Great game by the two. Said, also, Said Ben Rama, also a former Brentford guy, by the way. You know what? He saw them, right? Expect the goals, baby. Moneyball. All right, All that's right. enough for the Prem. Let's that's see what let's see what the, the rest of Europe has to say about their league starting up. And I guess the best way to go is to jump right into Barcelona, baby. Oh, ooh, God! Sur- surprising, surprising result. I don't think the result um, highlights how dominant they were. Though I think Barca just ran through them. I think uh, it, it, that was lucky to get that close. Yeah, do but, you uh, think do you think it was a, a poor Real Sociedad or like what was it? Because I I think I think if you're Real Sociedad, this is the perfect time to play Barcelona. I was more impressed with Barcelona. They they played really well. Remember you said you weren't gonna make the Champions League. I don't think they still are. Remember when I said I think they're gonna play better, but I don't think they're gonna get better. The results, results that they right yeah. there they were about to they're about to draw. They're about to lose that. They were very close to losing it, letting listen, it slip late on. Listen, if the, if the second coming of R9 didn't score those two goals and assist that last one, by the way, R9 is Ronaldo, fat Ronaldo for other people in, in listening from Brazil, El Fenomeno. And the second coming, of course, is Martin Braithwaite. Oh, what a beautiful man. But, yeah, he, he, played, he played really fucking good. Yeah, no, he showed up. And he okay. surprisingly played out on the wing, too. Like, I know it's just like a giant troll. We all like to cheer for him and we love him, but, like, he played fucking well. Yeah, he did. He got two goals and, and an assist, right? Or what was it? Yeah, it was interesting that uh, that he played that he played him on the wing and Depay as striker. I think uh, he realizes that Aguero is probably not going to play for this team. Um, and I think we just, just pretty much waiting for Ansu Fati to come back. And he's going to play him at the wing and play the pie at nine. And hey, man, Barca, Barca looks good. Barca looks good. I still I still don't think they'll get top four. Nothing changed. Nothing nothing changed my opinion of this game. I don't know. They they played surprisingly better than I expected them to play uh, post-Messi era. Um, but yeah, no, they just... They looked, they were so dominant and all over Real Sociedad. And then, you know, unfortunate, they, they let it slip. They had a little bit of a panic, uh, you know, from within like the 79th minute. But they were able to, to see the three points. And they just, they just look, they look so in sync. And they, they look like they didn't really need Messi in this game, you know. But yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting that at all. I, w- I've, I was expecting, Real Sociedad to take it to them. And I know Isaac missing was vital in their performance, not being to the level that I, that I thought it would be, but yeah, no, I I don't know. How do you not take advantage of, of everything that's going on within Barcelona and just, and just bring it to this team and challenge them and actually show them that this isn't a, a two horse league, a two, a three horse league, you know? I mean, they're not Arsenal, bro. There's still some world-class players on this team. There's like three guys who cost 100 million pounds on here. They still got to perform. They still perform when they need to. They still got Antoine Griezmann. Hello. Yeah, well, you can make the argument that Antoine Griezmann is is nowhere near what he used to be. Oh, no, he's completely garbage. I wouldn't say all that, but... He's still a good player. Pedri started this game. Oh, my God. That guy's going to fall... Fall off the bone. He played the full ninety minutes. He's gonna fall off the bone. Yeah, no, they're yeah. saying that it helps that he's playing every game because that means he's fit. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, I don't know. If it were me, I'd be dying. On hey, that. he's eighteen, bro. Yeah, also true. None of this. None of this. Uh, no load management for Petri. He just gets out there and gets it going. What about Real? What uh, what were they looking like this weekend? They, Anybody they, catch that game? They, 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 I, I saw. Uh, I saw the, the highlights. They just took care of business. Nothing 
Yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing out of the ordinary. I, I, it caught me by surprise that he put Alaba at left back, and he started Bale and Hazard. That was surprising. Although I'll point out, Bale pretty okay. Not bad. Yeah, he played Hazard pretty played pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I saw some videos. Hazard was playing pretty well. He looked a little. He looked a little um, a little slim. Yeah. It's about he, damn time. He come yeah. back on the fast food. What do you think? Sure. Weight Watchers, Herbalife. <laughs> running around, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I don't know. With this, I feel like with with this Real Madrid team, it's. I, I think they got the right man, Ancelotti. I think you know he's obviously familiar with with Perez, and he might not have all the pieces that he wants, but I think he's he's well experienced enough. And and with his stature, I think he he could come into this team and be like, okay, I'll work with what I have. And well, listen, hey, you just pointed out he has another pieces he wants. Came out this literally came out tonight that he wants Ronaldo back. That's very interesting. I, I know Florentino doesn't want him back. I know that for a fact because he's gonna pull. Oh, we can't afford him. We can't afford. Him. I mean, so. how much does Ronaldo cost today? Obviously, at least seventy. Seventy. Eighty. Oh, actually, it depends on the contract. It is one more year. Is it even? Do you guys think it happened at all? Does he come back? No, nah. I don't think he comes back. Nah, I don't see it happening. That'd be crazy. I know, I know the fans would welcome him with open arms, but Florentino yeah. another story. I, just don't, I don't even think he would want to come back either. What about the other team in Madrid? How'd they fare this weekend? Um, they struggled a little bit. Yes, yeah. I, I saw when Correa was phenomenal, clinical. He's gonna be so important. He has to start, no doubt. Uh, bench Joe Felix. Honestly, a point you might you could. Bench Suarez for part of the game. I don't know. Um, but no, Correa was sensational. There was a, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a huge brawl at the end. Oh, yeah, a lot of cards in this game. They, they It was just crazy. Two red cards at the end of the game. Um, but no, they, they they were, it was a typical Atletico, Atletico game. They won by one goal. Uh, they, they were hanging on. They they're hanging out. <laughs> like Iago Aspas had a huge chance at the end. I uh, hit it wide of uh, the post from Oblak. Uh, but no, hey man, they did what they had to do. They won, so took care of business. That's all. That's really all that matters at one point. Yeah, true. Sevilla also picked up three points as well. Uh, Lamella scoring what a brace on his on his La Liga debut. It's. I feel like it's hard to judge him because the what was it uh, Rayo Vallecano, not the greatest team. And they were down to ten men, so so huge, huge for his his morale. Yeah, like again, took care of business. I, I think overall this weekend for La Liga, nothing that any of those top teams did really changed my mind. All right, jumping from La Liga, uh, oh, the other league that started, Bundesliga. Let's talk about Holland. Up, down, left, right. He scores goals, man. He looked phenomenal. Everyone, what you think? Dortmund, Dortmund might make might be a challenge for the Bayern, man. Hey, look, I said it last episode, man. I hope, I hope that they actually bring it to mind this season and they they do a great job of, of holding on to some form and actually challenge for the title. But, yeah, no. Two goals, three assists. Yeah, yeah, I just saw two goals. Three two assists. goals, three assists. Yeah, no, Holland, man, he's just, oof. I mean, I wish, I wish Pep signed him this summer, but, Jesus, he, he completely bullied that back line of Frankfurt. Raiola, man, he's never doing business with Pep. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, and also the real Captain America score here. Real Captain America. The fucking gem, bro. The gem of the fucking team. The gem of the team is in Holland. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going back to the U.S. I'm sorry. Ah. Yeah, no, no. Holland is the team, but Reina's the gem of the U.S. national team, in my opinion. What I liked a lot in uh, Dortmund's goals, they, uh, I think two or three of them were in transition. They looked liquid they were just passing the ball effortlessly they, they just knew where everyone was the flow is amazing um, i think i think the addition of marco royce is uh rose 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 i don't know how to say his, his name it's not coach. royce yeah the coach it's literally marco rose or something like that mm-hmm. he's, he's gonna be it's, uh, phenomenal he's gonna i don't know if you guys he was but, he was frankfurt's uh Glock, manager last season right Glock, Glockback. And the oh, way Gladwell would play with, with the counter sometimes, it'd be with Turam and Alexander play, it'd be pretty lethal. So I can see the same thing from Dortmund. 
Uh, but then you guys caught catch the Byron game. They tied. They tied. Another champion fails to to pick up three points. Jan Sommer was looking like Jan Sommer this this summer. It was crazy. He saved a lot of chances. Oh my god! Yeah, phenomenal. Leipzig. My pick to not finish top four lost to Mines, who had ten first team players on the COVID list. Ten. And they lost to them. So I just I just wanna I don't know, you know, give myself a pat on the back and I'm like, just a little sign of things that are coming for Leipzig this year. You deserve it. Are they it's gonna get relegated one. too? No, no. <laughs> 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 no, they they're gonna score with Andre Silva, they're gonna score goals. Anyone catch the PSG game? Specifically also the presentation at oh, the beginning yeah. for the game. Very interesting, very interesting. Fans booing Mbappe as the announcements go on and they hear his name. No, I don't I don't blame the fans. I don't blame the fans at all. Why not? But, Why? but sign the contract, Killian. Listen, I don't blame the fans because look, it's like you know, at, at this point you kind of want to consider yourself as a big club in Europe. But like again, it's always like when Real comes knocking, you don't say no. Like it's it's obvious he wants Real. And that's I think he's and then I also understand why he wants the move. I don't I don't even like literally going from maybe the greatest team assembled ever on paper to going to a modest Real team for what the standard is in Madrid. I you do that a hundred times. I think so because I think he he wants to get to levels that with PSG he's never gonna get. What do you think? Everyone always crit- still criticizes Neymar for moving. It's just the, like now that Messi went there, kind of validates more of that move a little bit. But like it's still the French league. It's yeah, still no, PSG. I, I, I see what you're saying, yeah, and I've I've been a huge advocate of Mbappe needing to leave Paris for for Liverpool. years now. Liverpool. No, well, <laughs> oh, you literally said he should stay. <laughs> I said he should stay another year, just to see how far this team with Messi can go. But I do think that he needs to. He does. He does need to leave Vigan. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. He needs to stay. He needs to leave at the same time. <laughs> Like I said, like I said, I think in a previous pod, uh, confirm, yo, he's going to Madrid by the end of the summer. Tranquilo. 100%. I'm, I'm telling you, the meeting he's going to have with El Calafi is just telling him, like, please negotiate with Madrid. I want to go. And I don't want to put you in a bad spot, which is, I feel like that's, I feel like. Sure him. It's yeah. sure him. Because <laughs> honestly, like, you could always say, like, oh, fuck you. I'm not going to resign, but you don't have to sell, sell me. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stick out the year and then leave for on a free. You might as well get the money while you can. All right, so a lot of big games this weekend. A lot of things to tune into. Louis, what are you looking forward to watch this weekend? I mean, besides City on Saturday, I think obviously the big game in the prime this weekend is London Derby at the Emirates. Chelsea, Arsenal, even though, you know, we say Arsenal's going to get relegated, but still a big game to watch. You got a a prediction for that game? It's a derby, baby. I'm going to go. I think the Emirates is going to be hot. And don't don't say it. I think Lukaku's gonna come out, <laughs> but I think Arsenal's gonna have something to fight for. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two two draw. All right, all right. between Arsenal and Chelsea this weekend. I think three nothing Chelsea. I also think three nothing Chelsea. Lukaku with a brace. Lukaku with a brace, of course. <laughs> all right, what what are you what are you looking forward to watch this weekend? We got a big game Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Plus. Barcelona away to Athletic Bilbao. That's going to be a big one, man. That's a good one. They they struggle against them away. So that's going to – we'll see. We'll see how Bilbao can fare up against against Barca, a messy-less Barca. Oh, wow. It's that late. I didn't know that. What do you, what do you think? You think Barca's going to pull it out? What do you, what's your prediction? Um, I'm hoping Atletico can kind of – Tamed them a bit and and ground them a bit after that that win against Real Sociedad this past weekend. I'm I'm gonna say two one Bilbao. Briefly hat trick three nothing Barcelona. I think one nothing Bilbao. Iñaki Williams. Oh wait, he does always kill them too. Yeah. All right, two three, one Bilbao. One. <laughs> two one Bilbao. All right. So yeah, my, I think for me. My game that I'm looking forward to watch the most, the return of Judas, Jose, the Joker. He's back in Serie A. 
playing against uh, Fiorentina, uh, 245, his team Roma. I think they'll get the victory. I think they'll win 2-0. Um, and I think it's going to kickstart a great campaign that he's about to have with them. You can tune in to watch on Paramount Plus, baby. Paramount sponsor us, please. Oh, God. 1-1 one, one draw. I'm going to go 1-0, go Roma. No Justin Kleiber anymore, right? No, they, they sold him. He can't defend. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Joseph. Come on. <laughs> All right, well, that's all the time we have. Thanks for tuning in. Please uh, look out for more content in our social medias. Please follow us. Please like us. Please subscribe. Great weekend following the, the kickoff of the Premier League and La Liga and Bundesliga. Looking forward to what's to come this season. Thank you guys so much for listening. Smash that like button. Make sure to look out for some new content. This was the False Nine, baby.